Hello, welcome to the Sojo Show. Hey, AJ. Hey, Jen. <laughs> I have to tell you guys, Jen just told me a secret. She just told me that what? she was barely standing on her two feet. Like, oh. maybe not right this second. Well, you are actually sitting down. So maybe, maybe it does apply the second, (laughs) but like this week you have been sick this week. I have been so sick this week. Um, it has been really, really not a good moment for me. And there have been times where I was so dizzy that I felt like, you know, that I couldn't really move and I was still working. Yeah. Which is not good. Because because yeah, we have responsibilities. Yeah, and spoiler alert: do do not become a doctor if you want to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, yeah, if you want to avoid germs, don't become a doctor. There's too many sick people for us for you to take a sick day. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm feeling better today, and it actually does kind of apply that I was sick because I told AJ I said I felt like it the does dead. I felt like kind of like I just was. Ugh, I could barely even move. And it applies because we are introducing a podcast episode where we're kind of talking about that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of the scripture promises in Romans 6 is that we are dead, but not in a bad way. We're (laughs) actually dead to sin. And we're alive to God. And so in this episode, we're going to really dive into that and talk about what that actually means and why that is such, such good news. Yeah. And and I do have a little, I do have a little disclaimer. The first part of the episode, we do kind of get off track a smidge. So we talk a bit. Well, they're <laughs> probably used to that. <laughs> but seriously, we get way off the mark. We start talking about zombies and vampires. Okay. Yeah. That's a little off, <laughs> but we bring it back around, but we bring, we bring it, around. it back around, bring it back around. So as you are thinking through death, life, all the things, if you are currently ill and listening to us in your AirPods, you understand what I mean. If you are, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, if you're watching the walking dead, but you're not, um, <laughs> the point is it, 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 it's really, really good point and a good lesson and a good gospel message. And so get past the crazy, get to the good stuff. And I promise you're going to be encouraged by this episode. Yes. Oh, and also, do you want to tell them why we're doing this episode? Because we're currently going through. <laughs> Maybe so. Yeah. I kind of felt something was a little missing here. Um, so we are actually in our very first week of praying the promises of the cross, our first full week, and we are diving each week during the next six or seven weeks. We're going to be focusing in on one promise of God that we are praying over the course of the 40 day prayer challenge. So this is one of my favorite passages and one of my favorite promises. It just holds so much encouragement to me when I feel like I can't do what's right when I don't have the capacity for that. This is a reminder that yes, I do because Christ is in me and he has given me that life and he has made me dead to sin and alive to God. So we really do hope you enjoy this and tune in for the entire series. Yes. And go join praying the promises of the cross. It is not too late. 
at sojohub.com slash promises. You can start right now, right where you are, whenever you are listening. It is a life-changing um, thing to think about, ponder, meditate on, and pray these promises. So come do it with us. Welcome to The Sojo Show with Jen and AJ, where you'll dig deep into God's Word alongside two imperfect, frequently ineloquent women as we discover fresh ways to walk out God's truth together. So before we get started into the episode, I have a question for AJ, of course, as always. (laughs) And um, are you ready? Okay. Yes. Just okay, do so it. This is a fun. This is an interesting question. Give me your knowledge, your information. What do you know about zombies? <laughs> <laughs> zombies <laughs> or vampires? Either way. Whoa. Okay. Vampires, zombies, and this is not October. <laughs> we should be doing this in October. But tell me about zombies. Well, it's a good thing it is in October because if it were, you guys would be sadly disappointed in my answer. <laughs> You'd be expecting to get your your terrors and your chills. And I'm sorry, I just can't deliver that. But <laughs> oh, are they scary? Are zombies scary? Um, I think they're supposed to be scary and they're supposed to be like dead people who aren't really dead and who will never die or go away. <laughs> so I think so, you can't kill them though. I don't know. Can you kill a zombie? I think you can if you chop off their head. Okay. Well, I think it depends on like the show and or the the lore you're playing. (laughs) So that's that's really the extent I know. Other than when my kids play this game called Plants versus Zombies, I think that may be around still. I really have no idea. I do remember something about like eating the brains. The zombies eat your brains. Yes, I think you're right. I think you're right. So I think about like, like for those of you who've ever, I mean, I've never watched The Walking Dead. I do not, I full disclosure, I do not like being scared ever, ever. (laughs) It is not in my, it's not my, it's not my thing. So I don't ever watch anything about zombies or vampires or any of that nonsense. But I forgot about the brain bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I was like, really? Okay, that's kind of gross. Yeah. So bottom line is neither one of us know a whole lot about zombies. And except that we do know, as you mentioned, they are sort of not dead and not alive. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Kind of the same thing with like vampires. They're like undead, I think is what they call them. They're not dead. They're not alive. Right? So this is obviously fiction. It's folklore. And for those of you going, oh, they're talking about Halloween. Oh, they're go- no. We understand. We understand. They it is. It's totally fiction. We're not really into it. However, the important thing to notice is in this particular fiction, they're not dead and they're not alive. The same thing mm-hmm. with like ghosts and ghouls and all of the things, right? But in real life, this is not the truth, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. We are dead or we are alive, right? Yep. And the reason that I'm bringing this up, and this is a little bit of a silly example, obviously, is here's the cool thing. Art and and all of these stories that that go back, I don't even know when. I don't know who the first person was that wrote a story about a zombie um, or a vampire or any of that kind of stuff. But but they did it because we seem to be a little bit fascinated with life and death, obviously. And one of the really cool things and the important things to note 
is this is actually a spiritual uh, it's it's a it's a spiritual theme like mm-hmm. the most yeah, important yeah. of all spiritual themes this idea of life and death so i'm pulling this back around because we are currently going through the praying the promises of the cross and for those of you who are with us, you understand, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not with us, go to sojohub.com slash promises, sign up for the free challenge. We're doing it now if you're listening to us live, but if you're not listening to us live, you can still sign up for the challenge. And we're we're praying through the promises of the cross. And one of the promises that we have, and we, we focus on a particular word each time, with each verse. And one of the promises we have is found in Romans 8, 10, and 11. So I'm going to read that really quickly. And then uh, we are going to talk about the promise. So Romans 8, 10 and 11, let me find it. Okay. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is life because of righteousness. If the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit, which dwells in you. So there's a lot of life and dead in those two verses. So let's boil that down a little bit and let's talk about this word. We're going to kind of condense it down to one word, which is alive, which is the promise that we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is such a powerful concept in scripture. When you compare this promise to Romans six, I think we get a little bit clearer of a view of what we're actually made alive to, because that's the question like, okay, well, we're dead. Now we're alive. What does that really mean? Um, and Romans six gives us a little bit more context into what it does mean. It says, Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him in the same way. Count yourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. So we are now dead to sin and we are made alive to God. That means we are quickened spiritually to the things of God on a spiritual level that we were not aware of before. We could not fulfill or live out before. We could not obey the commands of God. We could not understand the spiritual dimension, the spiritual realities that are around us. We were oblivious like the world is. We were oblivious to those things. But now when we are in Christ, we are awakened to spiritual realities and the spiritual dimension And we're awakened to obey the things of God and his commands. And that is significant when you think about it. You know, we don't have to rely on morality to do what's right. We don't have to rely on the law to keep ourselves in line. We are literally awakened and alive to the things of God because of Christ Jesus in us. Yeah. And I think it's really important to go back to the first part of that and be reminded that before we are alive, Mm -hmm. before we are made alive, we are dead in our sins. And both of those passages say that, and it says it all throughout the word of God, 
we are dead in our sins. And, and I think it's really important to remember that because that is where, if you're, if you are currently in Christ, if you're trusting in the work of Christ on the cross, you are now alive, but you were once dead, right? It is important to recognize that we were dead in our sins. And as such, we could not save ourselves. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, honestly, when you are not alive, when you are dead, you cannot, a dead man cannot save himself. He cannot Mm -hmm. reach for the water. He cannot reach for the medicine. He cannot reach for the paddles to start his heart again. He cannot do any of that. He is fully dependent. I mean, he he can't do anything. Mm -hmm. And we, the cool thing is, is that's where we were. We could not save ourselves, but God, that's one of the coolest phrases in the entire Bible, but God, but God reached in and rescued us and saved us and made us alive and made us alive. So now we are in Christ. He is in us. And as AJ mentioned, we were dead in our sin. And now, now, now we are alive in Christ. And that is, y'all, if you could just wrap your brain around that for half a second, it would be enough to require you to worship and to praise the one who did that for you. Yes. That's right. That's right. That's the only response. And and going back to Romans six, because I love how it ties in with our passage in Romans eight, it says that count yourselves. That means consider yourself. This is the way we are to think about ourselves. We are to be very deliberate in the way we think about ourselves, because a lot of times the life around us or the temptation within us or our failures, our limitations, all of those things tell us a message contrary to the fact that we are dead to sin and alive to Christ. But this is the way we are to think about ourselves. We are to constantly put ourselves within this parameter of being made alive to Christ because it is what he has done on our behalf. It is not something that we do. Like Jen said, we do not bring the paddles to our own heart to wake it up. It is something that God has done for us. And then reading on in Romans 6, Um, It says, for sin shall no longer be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. And so therefore offer yourself as an instrument unto God made alive to him. So back to the worship again, here we are, we are able to say, I present myself to you, God, as, as an instrument to righteousness, to use in your hands as one made alive to the things of, of God almighty. So, wow, that, that's just, that's heavy. That's a lot to think on. Yeah. And because of that, we can look forward. Number one, we can look forward to eternity with great joy and we can look forward to the things that are to come when we understand this. And then the promises of eternity become so much more real, but also we can, we, we are then, spurred on to do things here Mm -hmm. in this life, good works in this life that will point others to this truth, right? I mean, it's, it's just 
all throughout scripture. It's all throughout scripture that this is what we're now commanded to do. And before we can do anything good that points anyone to Christ, we have to understand this for ourselves. It's relatively simple concept, but it is so deep (laughs) that sometimes it's hard to grasp. Yeah. You know, the, in Galatians 2.20, when he says that I've been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me, mm-hmm. the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So, so he's going even beyond. So, you know, in Galatians, in this letter, Paul's going even beyond um, kind of our current analogy and saying that he was crucified with Christ. And so were we. So that was that whole. Um, he is in us. We are in him. Christ now lives in us. And that's why we are alive and why we can live by faith. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, another thing that really stands out to me with our Romans 8, 10, 11 passage is it says it's the same spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. That's the same spirit that is making us alive to God. And if you if if you ever wonder, okay, is is the Lord really powerful in me? Is is this really something that has any sort of oomph, any sort of muscle behind it? You know, just think about what it took to raise Jesus from the dead, and that is the same Spirit that we have in us, enabling us to live for his honor and his glory and to fulfill the roles and responsibilities on a day-to-day basis that he has given us. Now, a lot of times we are very weak and we've talked about this in our past episodes, but it is in our very weakness that his strength, just like, just like the body of Jesus was weak and dead, you know, it is in that very weakness that Christ and the spirit shows up in us and empowers and enable enables us for what he has given us to do. And so if you ever need that visual, just go back to what it took at the resurrection. And that's the same power that is enabling us. Yeah. And because of that, if you read a little bit further, verses 12 through 17, you will see in Romans 8 that we now are joint heirs with Christ because of that. And so that is something that we can stand on and we can understand, well, we may not understand, but we can um, be very, very confident in because the spirit himself, that spirit that AJ was talking about, you know, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. It says in verse 16. Mm -hmm. So we, so we are then claimed. We are not only just alive, which in and of itself is wonderful. It's enough. We're alive, but we are now claimed by the father of light. We are now joint heirs with Christ. We have the same inheritance as Christ. And we have discussed many of the promises that are in this 40 day challenge, just as we're, as we're talking. Um, But it is, it's important to be reminded of these on a regular basis because, because, because I, I can keep going. Verse 18, my favorite verse in the Bible, I believe, Romans 8, I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed to us. 
So because mm-hmm. of all this, I was dead in my sin. I'm now alive because of the spirit, because of the, the strength of God. I'm now, Christ is in me. I am in him. Because of that, I'm joined heirs with Christ. And one day I will see a glory beyond comparison of anything that I have seen on this earth. No suffering on this earth, which there is a ton of it in your life and in the world in general. None of it compares to the glory we will one day see. And we can bank on that. We can mm-hmm. bank on that. Mm-hmm. That's right. And guys, you know, I don't know if you're like me right now, but just thinking about these truths fires me up, number one, and makes me, number two, want to frame my life in the picture of these promises. So put it, put these, put my life within the context of the promises of God and what we see here in these passages and say, okay, how then do I need to live right now? How then do I need to rely on the spirit of God right now? How can this transform my day today? How I relate with those around me, the choices that I have in front of me, the the energy that I have to offer others who may need it. Like, how does this affect me now? And the answer is a lot, a lot. It It brings a lot of resources to my life, knowing that Jesus Christ and the power that rose him from the dead is is in me is in me and not just for now but like Jen said for eternity. So I hope that it I hope that everybody listening to this just gets a glimpse and a taste of what I have today because it this really fires me up. Yeah, absolutely. So um join us we we are going to be talking about the promises. Okay, mm-hmm. we're going to be doing this for a while if you're listening to us live we're going to be doing this all the way till Easter and probably beyond because it's just kind of what we do. Um, and we invite you to join us. So join us in our praying the promises of the cross. Um, this particular verse in Romans eight is one of those promises. And there are, you know, there are many, obviously we've chosen 40. We could have chosen probably 400, but that this is where um, we are going to be focusing on who we are in Christ and who he is and the goodness of the gospel, the beauty of the gospel, the glory of God. And we invite you to join us. Go to sojohub.com slash promises and you can join us for free. And we uh, hope that you also listen as we continue to discuss this on the podcast over the next few weeks. Yes, we're so glad to have you and we hope you are praying the promises with us. Bye.